0: Was ma- the way that that song is the best song ever created And I will stand by that I 100% statement. agree with that sentiment It's so good It is so good
1: Remember when they played it at the end of the Maggie Rogers concert?
0: Uh, yeah That was
1: <laughs> amazing That was that such a moment concert,
0: What a good,
1: like, ending song
0: Oh, absolutely Like, the fact that we couldn't find each other at that concert Because we were both blackout drunk I think that was <laughs> a very special moment for us <laughs>
1: And it was so funny because we planned on seeing each other, but it was just such a shit show. For
0: weeks, we planned it out. For weeks, we planned it out. it
1: just never happened. We ended up going with separate groups, and then that was that. That was that. What a great night. It was like the perfect temperature outside, like
0: the Philly skyline. Yeah, that's true. The skyline was gorgeous. And I'm so mad she did Falling Water second, though. I physically wasn't prepared for it. You know that's my song. (laughs) Oh, she was coming for it from the start. (laughs) But hello
1: everybody. Welcome to episode 28 of Intuit. I'm Sal.
0: And I'm Lyndon.
1: And we are back. Episode 28. How are we feeling?
0: I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: good. I'm feeling healthy, good. I've been cooped up in this house during this nor'easter. It has I been. I didn't even
0: know there was a nor'easter. I looked outside and I was like, damn, when did it snow? Like, that's how cooped up I've been.
1: <laughs> Same, but it didn't stop. Like, it was going st- even still today. And when did it start? Monday? Yeah. Oh, really? Monday night. It
0: Yikes. was still snowing
1: today, at least where I am. Because oh, I could, okay, like, okay. see out my window while I was working so that's
0: very yeah i'm like on the ground level right now so there's not much to see when i look out the window <laughs> okay fair enough but yeah the snow i mean
1: i like it it's nice to look at i feel like we don't get it enough so i don't yeah. necessarily mind it i like living in a place with four seasons
0: i always say that and then winter comes around and i'm like damn do i <laughs> i think
1: i do i need that i just i like winter clothes and that's true <laughs> maybe just because i'm more covered up but
0: yeah <laughs> i'm with you yeah i mean because then i can wear like my sweatshirts and my crew necks with no one judging me exactly i can wear them for three out of the four seasons once summer hits then i get a couple questioning looks yes for sure but other than that how, how has your week been how have you been i've been fine honestly i've just been chilling with you know my little tarot deck giving myself little tarot Ooh, spreads okay. journaling. You know, I had some wings last night. That was fun. Wings are so good. And now I'm here. <laughs> now we're here.
1: Yeah, I've been good. Same here. Just like I, I'm in a good routine now, I think. And I'm, mm. I've i started going back to Trader Joe's, which I guess is a good, but then also a bad thing. Just because I feel like I could, I end up walking out with so much more than I need. <laughs> But there's so many <laughs> good
0: things to try. and Ugh, They're dried mangoes. They're ginger Ugh. snaps. The everything Ugh. crackers. Oof. Yeah. And it's not
1: expensive.
0: It's not. Everything's what, like $3.50, right? Yeah. Now I understand. You I get, get
1: their like frozen entrees. Had one today. Um, it was like this chicken curry something or other. And Ooh. it was like three twenty nine dollars
0: for like a meal. I <laughs> yeah, was no, full. That's... No, the gospel of Trader Joe's. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Every time I walk in there, I fall in love. And kind, of, I love how
1: they're very strict with COVID. And I kind of wish yes. it was always like that. I feel like before COVID, it, it was always mobs. I would get so <laughs> overwhelmed, and I couldn't take my time and like look at what I wanted or peruse. But now I can finally do that.
0: Ah, oh, we love being free. Yeah, <laughs> ain't am good like that. <laughs>
1: We love being free. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> no, because post COVID, do not stand next to me. Mm-mm. I know. Oh, that's going to be not so that.
1: weird. People are talking about post COVID, but I'm like, is there ever going to be, like, even if things get somewhat better, I feel like it's never going to be the same.
0: Yeah. It's probably going to take years for things to be similar yes. internationally. But locally, locally, honestly, who, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Exactly. Who knows? I'm like, what? But, um,
1: <laughs> Other than that, I hope everyone's staying healthy, safe, we're chilling. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much that. And we have a lot of stories today. We have a good amount of stories. So I'm excited to get into so it. Weird. I know. Last week it was pretty light, but we're back this week.
0: A lot of shit to talk about. So, oh God, what happened? I really don't know what's happening outside. <laughs> well, you'll know soon. Anything oh, else you want to
1: close out with before we get into it? No, that's everything for me. All right, sounds good. We'll be back after this break. And we are back. This is the part of the episode where we get into it on all the juicy news, hot gossip, stuff we care about, stuff we don't care about. You get it. So, this first story, I just want to briefly touch upon because we have our book nook. Shout out to the meaning Mm -hmm. of Mariah Carey, our book nook. If you've been following along, great. If not, that's okay. And I kind of had a feeling that it was only a matter of time. I mean, we hadn't heard anything yet. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But Mariah Carey is being sued by her sister, Allison, for (gasps) $1.25 million after her memoir caused emotional distress. So, Allison57 said in court documents filed in New York on Monday... Um, that she will demand an amount no less than $1.25 million. And mind you, in the book, Mariah talks about the fact that her sister allegedly drugged her with Valium, mm-hmm. pimped her out at 12 years old, left her with third-degree burns at one point. So they had a very toxic relationship. And she kind of left it—I'll just quote this from the memoir in case you haven't been reading— I know my Mm -hmm. sister was deeply wounded. She's the most brilliant and broken person I have ever known. I may never understand what hurt her so badly that it made her hurt others in return. But to me, she was her own permanently damaged victim. So Allison pretty much said that her sister presented no evidence to substantiate these serious allegations and that Mariah used her book to humiliate and embarrass her as stories about the memoir appeared in newspapers around the world TV, and across the internet. She claims that she has become severely depressed um, and uncharacteristically tearful since the publication of the book and now struggles Mm -hmm. after a long time clean with alcohol abuse. So, listen, I kind of had a feeling that it was only going to be a matter of time before her brother or Allison came out with statements. I mean, every year it pretty much seems like they're coming out of the woodworks and with her coming out with a book I feel like mm-hmm. it was only a matter of time, but at the end of the day, I have to say, you know, Mariah was telling her truth and she, she was. did it in an honest and classy way. It wasn't like it was attacking her by any means. Mm.
0: And also, I feel like Mariah wouldn't have put it in the book if she knew that she wouldn't be able to win a lawsuit. <laughs> this is true. I mean, yeah, if we're talking about
1: logistics, it wouldn't be in there if she was gonna. she knew she was going to lose, yeah.
0: And also, too, like, I understand that clearly she has a history with, or I guess potentially she has a history with, you know, substance abuse, addiction and stuff like that. But at, at least in my experience with people that have history with addiction, when somebody else brings it up, if they're actually, how do I say it? If they've, you know, fully learned and actually fully moved on from the situation and the hold that that can have over you. A lot of times they're like, yeah, I did that. I'm not proud of it. But like, yeah, I did that. You know what I mean? It doesn't cause
1: any, you know, psychological distress still.
0: Exactly. And of course there is that, you know, factor. Mariah Carey is huge. You know, the tabloids did post about this. But again, you know what I mean? Like, if you're fully... I guess, internally at peace with the situation. You wouldn't like, necessarily 2, be upset. Two hundred million is a lot of money. Yes.
1: And, you know, maybe I would assume that she still is broken and still struggles with this. But at the end of the day, there totally was really... Which is understandable.
0: It's a long journey.
1: Absolutely. But in terms of Mariah's side, there really is nothing that was really defamatory. Like, that wasn't her intent to come after her and disgrace her name it was just holding her accountable to what she went through and what yeah, she experienced because of her actions meaning exactly. Mariah experienced
0: yeah and mariah wasn't like fuck this bitch that's what i'm saying we read this and i feel like, <laughs> like we, we have a good
1: did. take on it right
0: yeah and mariah was at least in my opinion it seemed like she was like this is the reason why I don't talk about, you know, my sister or my family in general. This is the history that I have with them. And this is the first time I'm telling my side of the story, especially since, as we've seen, they like to sell stories, it seems, whenever they can. And it seems like this just might be another one of those things. Exactly. Unfortunately.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I... Don't want to say that this is going to be the last time. I don't think it will be. Um, It's Mm -mm. a shame. I mean, I can only imagine just Mariah just being like, again, really? I mean, but Um, also
0: like, I feel like for Mariah too, like 1.25 million is kind of chump change. But I could also understand why she wouldn't want to give that money.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, we've talked about this in the past. She's shelled out so much money to Allison already. Yeah. And my thing is, listen, I get it to an extent but when you've given and given and given i don't care how much money you have if people still you know disrespect you and do you wrong there's mm-hmm. a breaking point you know
0: but also too if you don't have a relationship with that person why would you like it makes sense that you won't like won't keep paying them exactly or like what's paying the need? for specific services yes. for them absolutely
1: i don't know man this is just sad. And I wanted to bring it up just because I know we've been discussing it on this show. And mm-hmm. yeah, so that's that. In other news, um, do you watch The Real Housewives of Orange County?
0: No. I, the one I've kind of been keeping up with is Atlanta, but that's like flimsy okay. as well.
1: I haven't watched in years. But yeah, do, me do you know who Kelly Dodd is? You can look her up. Maybe you'll recognize yeah. her. I didn't know who she was prior.
0: What was what What's
1: her name again? Kelly Dodd, D-O-D-D. TV so TV. apparently Google. she was a spokesperson for Positive Beverages, um, this company. And, you know, she puts it all over her Instagram. She probably makes a lot of money from just posting a picture with their products. You know what I'm saying? So Okay. She was fired from her job there. Um, The company made an announcement on social media, and they pretty much said that they're cutting ties with her after her public remarks and nasty behavior during, I guess, one of the reunion shows. But I'm going to talk about in particular something that she decided to post online over the weekend. So she decided to post videos of her and friends dining out in a large group. And at one point, if you watch this video, they're all cheersing. And one man says, nobody's wearing a mask, super spreader, spread that shit. And everyone's laughing, some guys fake coughing in the camera. And people, of course, were outraged. Like, what the fuck? Are you serious right now? Why are you posting this shit? And she ended up posting a video saying, I'm not a super spreader because there's nothing to spread the biggest eye roll in the world. And Mm. she said the sheep are mad. I guess she's referring to people that follow CDC guidelines and (sighs) adhere to science and fact sheep. Um, but then this (sighs) made me so mad. She compares the COVID restrictions in San Francisco to living in Russia Mm-mm, mm-mm. so we're gonna leave that there that's just oh, insanity and then she goes on to claim that the entire group had all been vaccinated mind you in california they're currently in their 1b phase of their vaccination rollout meaning those older than 65 and those who work in child care education emergency services and food mm-hmm. and a- agriculture are eligible to be vaccinated
0: And it seems like she doesn't meet any of those criteria as far as I know right
1: now. (laughs) No. Um, The death toll in California has surpassed 40,000, just to let you know where it's
0: at. I'm sure in LA, one in six people have it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So pretty much this company, Positive Beverages, let her go. And uh, I want to read her statement. I, I lost it.
0: Let me pull it up. Is it on Twitter? Yes. Twitter? Do you have it? She said <clears throat> on Twitter three days ago, I'm glad I could help put positive beverage on the map and wish them well. I'm also really excited about my next venture in the beauty industry, which is my real passion. Stay tuned. I will not be. Um,
1: <laughs> Just clearly not taking accountability for anything. Apparently
0: she's selling her Hamptons home. Maybe it's hard times.
1: Maybe. All I'm saying is when's Bravo going to let her go? How
0: is this Apparently, allowed by that network? According to a couple E! News, she might be bracing to be fired from the Real Housewives of Orange County. Okay,
1: well, I'm going to sign that fucking petition. Get rid of this (laughs)
0: woman. You had the
1: nerve to compare COVID restrictions to living in communist Russia? Like, what? Yeah. Honey.
0: And the best part is, is like Russia's not even a communist country anymore. Like, people forget that. (laughs) Yeah. Either way. Why are you making fun of people that are trying to stay safe during a global pandemic? When people
1: are dying like crazy. How dare you?
0: Especially in your state. Orange County, is that New Jersey or is that California? Because aren't there Orange two? Orange
1: County's California.
0: But isn't there a real house size of Orange County that's based in New Jersey with like Teresa and all that? That's
1: the real house size of New Jersey.
0: Ooh, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. (laughs) But. (laughs) Either way. Also,
1: this is such a classist issue. How the hell did she get a vaccination? Who the hell is she Uh, paying? Boop. Just getting to, you know, cut the line seriously. And also it's just so ignorant and so stupid of her. Just to be making fun of it and coming after people in the comments who are clearly upset and rightfully upset because they're fearing mm-hmm. for their goddamn lives. You know, people are essential workers. They don't have the choice as to whether or not they can stay home. And you know what? The sad part is, like we talked about with the Red Table talk with uh, fucking Aunt Becky's daughter. She's going to yeah. be okay after this.
0: Yeah. She's literally going to be okay because she's a rich, I think at least, white presenting woman. All I know is, bravo, if you really do decide to cut ties with her, I'm going to sing her this song. You about to lose your job. <laughs> you about to lose your job. Sing it with Please. me now. You about to yes. lose your job, and she deserves to. But
1: this isn't even the first time she said stuff. Apparently, back in December, she went on to say, "Why do pandemics happen like this? Is it God's way of thinning the herd?" Oh, and then my she appeared God. on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen and apologized, and sh- she said. Of course, I regret saying that. Clearly, you don't because your actions this weekend showed that you don't give a flying fuck whether anyone lives or dies.
0: Yeah, that was literally your publicist trying to get you to keep your job so they could keep getting paid.
1: (laughs) I cannot wait for karma to show its way around to this woman. I don't wish death upon her or anyone she knows. Do I hope she suffers a little bit? Absolutely. Maybe so. Behaving like this? Seriously?
0: Yeah. I mean, apparently, according to Google, she and her husband are selling their 1.3 million dollar Hamptons home where they met. So you know, maybe money's a little tight. I don't know. We'll
1: see.
0: I mean, if they're bracing for her to be fired from Real Housewives, like that's probably her biggest meal ticket right now. Absolutely. So, like people like Yolanda Adams, I'm like, this is not your biggest meal ticket. You're kind of just doing this for fun. You know, the Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah. This You'll woman, I've never Adam. heard of her in my entire life. <laughs>
1: um, no, yeah. I mean, this D list celebrity who I didn't even know before this, I- I'm sure no one really knows her out of yeah, all don't the really housewives. You housewives of, she's not the Orange first one County that comes isn't... to mind.
0: Yeah. Usually Beverly Hills is the one that people talk about, at least with the ones that are based in California.
1: Yeah. So, whatever. This woman, y- go fuck off.
0: Like, seriously. And really? Real I Real house hope the houses of cuts Atlanta ties. And Potomac are better anyway. And you know what? I do enjoy me some Beverly Hills from time to time. I do. Absolutely. I do.
1: But, um, yeah. Uh, Bravo. Do something, please. Get rid of her. Literally. Not worth D- it. You did
0: the damn thing with the Vanderpump Rules cast. You know what? Let's go for round two. And know? I
1: feel like the, the severity of this is so much worse.
0: Absolutely, because people are dead. You're telling
1: people, like, that's what blows (laughs) my mind. I'm like, how are people not so, like, frustrated at this? And I'm sure people are, but it doesn't seem like it sometimes, and you're like...
0: I mean, because they don't actually see the repercussions of this virus because they are so rich and out of touch with reality. But, That's like, exactly you do,
1: though. That's the thing. I'm like, these people are just, like... I get what you're saying in that they're, like, out of touch and they don't truly understand it, but I'm like, yes, we are all grown adults. We have watched the news. We know mm-hmm. what the death toll is at. Like,
0: do better. Instagram, like, you clearly know how to use Twitter. Like, yes. come on now. This is the bare come on fucking now.
1: minimum. But whatever. Goodbye. I... <laughs> I have nothing else to say. All right. Did you watch the Wendy Williams documentary or Lifetime movie this past okay. weekend?
0: I'm sorry. I didn't watch the documentary. It's okay. We didn't have time for we'll it. We'll talk about it. But we t- I watched the movie. And Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Listen, it was a lot within like the first 10 minutes. It was. And I feel like all the Lifetime movies are like that. They're
0: so rushed. Clearly, like, and also one thing I did say about the movie, we'll get to the actual contents and the production value of the movie. Later. Oh, well,
1: it's lifetime. I think <laughs> I've learned to see past all that, like. You have to understand it comes with the territory. Like when you're watching a Lifetime movie, you know their wigs are going to look like they just picked them up at the Dollar Tree.
0: Literally off the. Anytime they're doing
1: something from a certain decade, it's never going to be true to whatever decade that was in, like the set pieces. And you could tell
0: that Wendy wrote the script.
1: Wendy wrote the script, you said?
0: I don't think she, I'm not 100% positive that she wrote the script, but you can tell that she was heavily involved. Oh, absolutely. That
1: script. I think she was like an executive producer. That's what I was oh. mainly looking at.
0: Yeah. Which is okay because, you know, it's her words and her story but it's, and it's definitely about her. But it just felt like. Swayed from her, pers- just, to her perspective. I don't know. It felt out of touch. But that also could have just been along with the production value, which was yes. not the best. Um <laughs>
1: Absolutely. I mean, but just talking about what was discussed, there was so much from her struggling with her weight um, to drug addiction, her pregnancy mm-hmm. issues. I didn't realize, you know, that she had a stillbirth. That, that was
0: That pretty... far along must have been traumatizing. Yes.
1: Um, we also have her ordeal with sexual assault as well mm-hmm. as her plastic surgery. And I think most evidently her relationship with her ex-husband and the infidelity... <sighs> I, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just being from like a Wendy Watcher point of view, just everything that happened that year and just like not knowing what the fuck was going on and being able to piece it all together, it makes so much sense now. And it's kind of. Exactly. It's like. But I will say this. I felt
0: like it's been too soon since what happened last year to make both a documentary and a movie, including those topics. You know what I mean? Like she's still kind of in it. Yes, of course. Like it's not she. She clearly clearly hasn't worked through it all the way because
1: she's very frustrated about it still, and she showed that in the interview. Yeah,
0: like I would understand if it was like a couple years not to bring her back, but Mariah, where it's been about a decade, yeah, at least a decade since most of these events have happened, and she's really leveled out, done her own thing, chilled. Yeah, and then decided she was still angry.
1: I mean, all this shit though, like. The fact that he, and going back to the book, like we discussed with Mariah being forced into some sort of rehabilitation center, he yeah. forced Wendy into this sober house while well, his baby mama was getting bigger and bigger by the day on her freaking dime.
0: The fact that he had a whole other house for his baby mama.
1: A mansion, not just a house, like a full size, like McMansion.
0: Like, how did she not realize that he was gone? Like, I just well,
1: she don't... knew, she knew, oh. and she talked about it, knowing it for f- since they were together, even when she had her son. You remember that scene when he walked in, when she walked in on him on the phone with another
0: mistress. That's true, and I think that was also a point that she kept making that she stuck with him mainly because of her son. Yes. And she didn't want to ruin the idea of the family that they had for her son, which I completely understand. And I honestly don't fault her for even though I personally would have preferred if she obviously left earlier. Absolutely. Because of how much pain that situation put her through. Definitely. And I think I respect
1: that in terms of her staying until her son went to college and Mm -hmm. putting him first. I yeah. have respect towards that. but and I, I like how
0: she, at the beginning of the movie, was like, I'm going to tell you a lot of shit about my husband, <laughs> but my son is off limits. Absolutely, yes.
1: Leave the kids Leave out of alone. it. Leave them alone. Leave them out of it. But um, what was I going to say? You can tell, though, that she had this back and forth of falling back in love with her husband and wanting to mm-hmm. believe that he was there for her. I mean, she talked about after she passed out, he pretty much like rescued her out of that. But at that point... We had already seen the pictures from the Daily News of his, you know, mistress over there getting in her Rolls Royce that yeah. Wendy fucking paid for. And Wendy knew, knew about that, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. I, ooh. The entire movie, because I watched it with my sister. I yes. I was like, anybody ever cheated on me? What would I do? What, what, what would I do? Let's, let's come up with these scenarios, me and you, Sal. What would we do? <laughs> I personally would probably burn all his clothes.
1: Um, <laughs> well, she does get her revenge, which I fucking loved pulling up to the oh. house, spray yep. painting the garage door, taping the or glue in the
0: mailbox shut. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I would have raised hell. I probably would have done something like put a bunch of paper towels in all the toilets back the whole fucking house yes. right? And yes. then I'm pouring Drano down all of your pipes. Oh, absolutely. Good luck getting repaired yes um next i'm shutting off your water <laughs> just like
1: <laughs> just shut it like, all I would off figure
0: it out i would figure i would do stuff that you'd be like i don't understand why i'm going through this because you cheat on me yeah uh, uh, uh.
1: but then she mentioned in another interview i was watching one that she did with dj One and she was talking about how she she was pretty much like a chess player when it came to like conjuring up this divorce because she had Mm -hmm. it in the back of her mind for some time and then she just talked about how the day that she handed him the papers she Mm -hmm. set up this whole thing and timed it out perfectly so he was about to get into his car to head to the studio she was about to start like the show it was like minutes Mm -hmm. before the show and she hired this like actor who dressed up as like a fedex driver and had like a thick italian accent and he was like going on this rant to her husband in the driveway and then um like giving him this package pretending like it was supposed to be something nice and cool and whatever and then at the end being like okay and you've been dealt your uh divorce papers
0: that's funny (laughs) isn't that fucking iconic no i would have done something like that absolutely absolutely you know what i actually would do in the vents i'd put fruit flies all throughout the house oh my god stop that's bad (laughs) but yeah
1: i mean it was just it's crazy but i feel like at the end of the day i'm so glad that she explained everything that went down was transparent about it because listen. She's in everyone's business, and she knows Mm -hmm. that. And back when all this shit was going down, people were in the comments when she was saying, oh, you know, I still have this ring on my finger, and blah, 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 and until that day, you can come ask me. Don't go hearing about anything else. But we had already seen these daily news photos. We knew what the situation was, and she was putting on this act, and you could clearly tell she wasn't herself, and she was Mm -hmm. stressed out of her mind, and people were like, listen, you... Are in everyone else's business, like, you need to set that same
0: standard for yourself. Like, you can't just not. Which I appreciate. And maybe that's why, like, my main note was that it's been too soon, but now I understand why she would do it this soon. Yes as wendy
1: because i think people were just like what what happened like what is going on and also just the control i mean relating this back to the memoir the control that he had in the studio people were so mm-hmm. afraid of him that whole meeting that they had when he was just aggressive as hell he would tell people not to talk to her like oh my god yeah like just the intensity of that situation and it's like on her dime
0: on her fucking mm-hmm. payroll that's terrifying. what is it with these terrifying. men terrifying I don't, why do men? Like every day I'm given a reason to just prefer never to talk to a man again. Like I <laughs> like I was telling my therapist, she was like, you keep saying you hate men. Do you actually hate men? And I said, Maybe hate is too strong of a word. I am severely deterred by men. Maybe that is a more there accurate phrasing.
1: Yes. But overall, yeah. she looks she sounds like she's in a better place. I mean the staff. They were doing interviews, and they were like, the entire work environment has changed so much. And
0: thank God, I
1: wish nothing but the best for her at this point. I think. Me too. Hopefully, we can finally bury this in a hatchet, and um.
0: Is it bury in a hatchet or bury with a hatchet? What's a hatchet? Is that bury the with a hatchet?
1: Thing? I said bury in because the hatchet is the tool that you you mm. use.
0: Okay, understood. Understood. But um,
1: <laughs> yeah, and this baby. I mean, it's not their fault. It's not. But, um, and also what was really sad, it was a girl. And Wendy was talking about how she always wanted a girl. I know. And that that just, hurt me. Yeah. That hurt me. Chloe Bailey, uh, have you seen all this mess? No. Okay. So they recently created Chloe and Hallie, created separate Instagram accounts the other week. Okay. And Chloe posted a fun video of her saging in her room and dancing around. Mind you, I think she I was just saw that one. Okay, she was in a shirt and underwear. Okay. And people were coming after her saying that she's, you know, portraying a good girl gone bad marketing stunt. And what? Yeah, someone said Chloe Bailey is a cornball. The whole good girl gone bad remodel that Janet Jackson started is tired. Um, First of
0: all, have you not heard the entire album Ungodly Hour? Yeah. And people were just
1: coming after her figure and saying, you know, why do you have your butt out and all this stuff. And Bailey went on to Instagram Live to address it. And mind you, she was like crying. I felt so bad. And she goes, For every woman out there, don't change who you are to make society feel comfortable. And I'm telling myself that's not what I'm going to do. Um she said when I posted the video yesterday I was posting it because I was saging and doing palo santo do you know what that is Yeah okay And I was like, let's spread some positive vibes. I didn't even really notice you were all talking about my ass because I was like, okay, I'm just walking in for one second, two seconds. And I feel like I've shown my ass more than I have with that. If you look at our performance videos, the last performance we had in Mm -hmm. December, like I was just so excited and on stage and being myself. So I don't know. And she just felt that it was important to address it. And she wants people to get to know who she is inside versus outside and she said it's really hard for me to think of myself as a sexual being or being or an attractive being quite frankly so when i see all the uproar about my posts and stuff i'm a bit confused i really don't understand because i've never seen myself in that way or
0: in that light listen yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: no because here's the thing now they've touched a nerve because what we're not gonna do what we're not gonna do is shit on chloe and hallie let's get that straight number <laughs> one number two first and yes, foremost it- yes First and foremost, let's get that straight. Next, I think I've seen the video that they're talking about, and I don't understand why people are confused. The Ungodly Hour album has been out for months. I have been playing it on repeat for months. The content in the album is grown people's content because they are grown people. Women, yes. I do not understand what is not fucking clicking. And <laughs> she is It's like gorgeous. you hold them to these she like imaginary standards. Beautiful. I mean, do you remember
1: when Cardi B straight up was like, I am not a role model. Like, so fucking <laughs> take care of your kids and do what you want to do. But I am not a fucking role model for anybody. Like, you but know what? So
0: it's not like they even claim themselves to be role models. Exactly. They've just been singing, doing their thing, producing amazing music and keeping it pushing. And I remember when Ungodly Hour came out, people were like, oh, it's so nice that they can finally, like, curse in their music. And they seem to find a groove that works for both of them. Yes. So I don't understand why people are shocked at them being perceived as sexual beings. But also, I am shocked that she doesn't see herself as beautiful because she is absolutely gorgeous. gorgeous. Yes. Her and her sister are absolutely gorgeous. And yeah, you know what? Maybe she pops a bit more than Hallie, but okay. Absolutely. They complement each other. They're sisters. I don't know. I think they first and good. foremost
1: people coming after her look and saying good girl gone bad. I'm just like, Relax.
0: it doesn't make sense to me because Calm I'm like, have down. you not been around for this entire ungodly era, like, yes, ungodly hour era? Have you not been here?
1: Exactly. And also we're making so much out of this innocent little video.
0: Oh, my God. Number
1: one. Number two, I hope they have a good team around them because you can clearly tell that. And sure, I mean, I think it was only a matter of time before something like this happened to them because I feel like that kind of happens with every celebrity when they're getting older and maturing and the public's view of them kind of shifts. So I just hope that she she has good people around her and helps her out during this very delicate time because I think she's struggling and she doesn't know yeah. how to handle this and no one's prepared to handle something like this and i guess i, I don't want to say it's a part of maturing but when you're in that limelight it's something you have to deal with and we've but seen But at the same
0: time i don't understand why people are saying this stuff have you not heard the yes, album
1: Absolutely i'm not saying <laughs> that that is um justified like fair I, yeah. yeah i i think that's bullshit and i think people need to get over themselves i'm just being realistic and You know, seeing what's happened to so many other people, Britney Spears, um, Amanda Bynes, Lindsay Lohan, Mm -hmm. when you get older, the public's view is going to change. And we've kind of seen many people spiral. And rightfully so. I mean, with that sort of pressure. So yeah, I hope that they're just able to handle this as well as they can. And they have the tools to be able to kind of push through this. But also, it's like, I agree with you. What the hell do you people expect? Have you listened to their the music? League. Clearly not. It's not like this girl's on fucking Nick Jr. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, when is she ever has she ever been on a kid's show?
0: It's Hallie that's booked to be the next Ariel in the live action Disney remake. Oh, it's yeah, not okay. Chloe. Yeah. And even so, they still released this album months after yes. she signed the deal to sign on as Ariel. I don't understand. What is not fucking clicking? <laughs> What's not clicking? What is not clicking? Auntie Beyonce, please call up this girl. She needs you right Absolutely. now. Absolutely.
1: And I didn't think about that. She probably is Beyonce. So call Beyonce up. She'll help you out.
0: No, like they've signed, they're signed on to Beyonce's record. Yeah. Did you know that?
1: I knew that. And then also yeah. just besides that, she's like been a very big mentor to them. I feel like personally, at least that's what I've interpreted. I don't know. Yeah. It seems like it would be that way. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, Yeah. Shout out to her. I felt so bad when she was crying in that video. I was like, girl, wipe those tears.
0: You do not need I'll to be. I'll be everybody's asses. Don't fuck with <laughs> Chloe and Hallie. That's exactly what we're not fucking fucking. Do it. Do. Go not fucking today. beat them all the fuck up. Not today. Not, not fucking today. today. How about you go back and deal with the cheese stains in your shirts? <laughs> your washer and dryer misses you. Deal with that
1: first. Okay, moving forward, (laughs) this Sunday service cult type shit. I've said it since day one. I don't think we've ever talked about it on the show, but Kanye West Sunday (sighs) service is a cult. If if you have ever seen a cult, if you've ever watched Wild Wild Country on Netflix, you know what a cult's like. This shit's a cult. I've said it since day one. It never hit well with me. I never liked it.
0: I never understood because here's the thing about church. If you actually look at the Bible, right, you're really not supposed to be selling things or trying to make money off of things. Absolutely, that's the
1: whole purpose of this. He's selling tickets, all this shit. And I get to an extent having to break even and make sure that your employees or like those that are working are paid. But in this story that we have here, that's not that is not what's happening. So where's this oh, money God. going to, Kanye West? So, a chorus of people are suing Kanye West for mistreatment and unpaid wages. How a many class people? action I want to lawsuit now totaling thirty million dollars? <gasps> So back in November, a group of hairstylists and makeup artists filed a class action lawsuit against the rapper for unpaid wages connected to one of their performances as a part of the Sunday service program. Back in the summer, lawsuits were divided between performers and crew. Frank Kim, I guess he's an attorney, repping more than 500 performers, um, while another pair of attorneys are concentrating on Approximately 300 crew members. A hairstylist claimed that she had to wait 120 days for a $550 paycheck. Oh um, my God. From work done in November, which, wait, okay, so she had to wait 120 days. And then guess what else? What? She had $20 deducted as a wiring fee by Kanye West's company. To cash the check
0: Are you fucking serious? That's not all. He wasn't even through their third party It was through them Yeah
1: um, Another performer alleged that He was paid a flat rate of $250 Regardless of his hours Was not permitted a meal or restroom breaks And also alleges that performers stood all day Or sat on the floor Because not enough chairs had been sourced And walked home when a shuttle wasn't provided for them Apparently, oh the final God. number of plaintiffs could reach oh close to 1,000 people. Um, <gasps> and like we said, this could go up to higher than $30 million if he chooses to fight.
0: Is he still $52 million in debt?
1: I have no clue. What's that
0: from? Listen. Apparently, like, um, I think it was probably almost like five or ten years ago, he said that he was $52 million. He would just, like, air out all his dirty laundry. (laughs) Oh, my God. I will say this. God's timing is always right. (laughs) (laughs) The Lord works in mysterious ways. Listen. Isn't that funny? Ain't God good like that. Like,
1: (laughs) But I hope these people get what they deserve. No, run them their check.
0: They need their money. Run them two hundred and fifty hours, no two hundred and fifty dollars flat rate, no matter how many hours you work. And I know they're out in the hot sun. Yeah, run them the track. And I hate run to say
1: this, track. okay, but
0: are we surprised?
1: Why would you sign up for this? Uh, uh, like, are we surprised? What did you are expect? We surprised? I mean, I get it. We all need to make you know our coin and. Whatever. At the end of the day, this is a fucked up situation. But yes, I knew to steer clear away from this whole mess from day one. Once I saw what were they singing? They were doing remixes of so many songs. I was like, the fuck is this? And then they had Northwest just like chanting off random shit. I was like, this is too soon. This is too much. (laughs) I mean, to have Kim Kardashian be like their, I don't know, Mother Teresa. Like what?
0: I, it just, and also, too, like, when it comes to spirituality, Kanye West is your king? Is he? Really? That's the one you chose? Really?
1: (laughs) Really? This is insane. And if all this works for the Lord, like, why can't you just pay your people? Yeah. The right amount. Like, do what is ethically right. Like, I just don't, I mean, I'm sure it just from a business standpoint this entire thing's a shit show i mean i wouldn't be surprised it always seemed
0: like a almost like a fire festival part two yeah exactly what a mess uh i just
1: hope these people get what they deserve and i mean they have the money let's be real this man has the money
0: with them ticket prices they have to
1: exactly but it's your own damn fault for signing up for this crap. I'm like, what are these people doing? But didn't they go on like, wait, was it Jimmy Fallon or something? They were on some airplane singing some song. They did oh, like I flash remember mop. that. and I purposely didn't watch it. <laughs> See, it was too much for me. I, I couldn't, I could not handle that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's that for that. Anything else you want to add? No. <laughs> All right. Uh, this last story is kind of fun and exciting. It's kind of funny. Oh, we love that. Uh, Martha Stewart. So we know she's had that show with Snoop Dogg, right? Yes. I haven't watched it, but I know it exists. I know it exists too. I haven't watched it myself either. But now she is launching CBD dog treats. That's actually really cute. Yeah. So she's partnered with Canopy Animal Health and they're developing a line of CBD infused dog treat products to add to her. Just like freaking empire of God only knows what, anything and everything. And she said, dogs too like to be soothed and calm and made to feel better. Some dogs are anxious. Some dogs ache from arthritic conditions or aching joints or previous wounds. Mm -hmm. Some dogs, anxiety extends to getting along with other
0: dogs. And all dogs just want to feel good. Snoop Dogg's impact, wow. I actually have a friend who uses CBD dog treats for her dog for when, like, because she has a very anxious Okay. And she lives in New York City. Like, any sound sets him off. Mm.
1: And it seems like
0: it's been working where, like, he's not, like, sleeping all the time. He just calms down a bit so he can just, like, not be on such high alert Absolutely. constantly. Interesting.
1: I've just never heard of this before, and I thought it was pretty neat.
0: Yeah, and it's also not weed. CBD is really just more of calming. There's yeah. no, like, higher, like, after effects of it, really. For sure. It's possibly, like, the safest form you can take of it. And also,
1: it's like, what else is Martha Stewart going to put her name on? Like, I feel like the Snoop Dogg <laughs> thing kind of came out of left field, but then once we had that, this really isn't that much of a shocker anymore. Absolutely um, not. But... Oh my god, this and she's not young. She's like in her
0: seventies, like still Wait, doesn't she have a really hot husband too? Yes, we talked about this. <laughs> uh, good for her. I know. Good for her. Go Martha Stewart. Yes. <laughs> um, so
1: yeah, that's pretty much it for Hot Topics. I also just want to briefly mention did you see framing Britney Spears, the trailers for that documentary no. talking about the free Britney movement? No. So it's on Hulu apparently. And Yeah, it just came out. So I think I'm going to watch it at some point. I might do that this week.
0: I'm on my third rewatch of Sweet Magnolias, and you're absolutely right. Jamie Lynn Spears, what was she doing? I couldn't even watch it all the way through. Really? I got hooked. See, you know, spoilers, I guess. The reason why I got hooked was because of the love story between the mom and Coach Cal. That gets me way too much. Okay. I just couldn't stand
1: the It's acting. so dumb. It's so dumb, Sal. Like even the drop dead diva lady, I was like, "Come on, you can act, like act better."
0: <laughs> exactly, I feel but like that's like the I had thing. It's like everybody far. else in the show is not bad actors and actresses. It's actually pretty decent acting. Of anything, it's just like the script.
1: Yeah, I think it's the script that really, is the part some that some of the lines are just so cringy.
0: Absolutely. But it's to me it seems like a really dumb almost
1: hallmark show. It's easy to watch. I, I get why you watch it. I, I had coworkers that like loved it. And it's like something to just have on and not really be too emotionally invested. Like I in.
0: literally don't need to rub two brain cells together to understand <laughs> it. It's exactly so easy. Yes.
1: Alright, so that but yeah, that's all pretty I have. <laughs> much covers it for Hot Topics. Um, and we'll be back after this.
0: Welcome back Welcome to Tittering tweets Tittering tweets Are we doing tweets? Not tittering tweets Tittering thoughts I thought oh you my were going to Switch it up
1: on me For a second Either way No I'm, I'm sorry I'm it's sorry okay. That
0: was my fault My fault um, But today What is One random show Or movie That you keep re-watching For no reason I will go first Yes please do <laughs> As you've heard In the last segment Sweet Magnolias On the roster yeah. Constantly Virgin River, on the Ooh, roster. That's another one. Constantly. And the Netflix movie, the half of it, on the roster. Consistently. Don't know about that one. Is it the it's, same genre? No, it's lesbian. It's like one of their <laughs> like teen like, romance okay, movies. Okay, fair enough, fair which enough. Which makes sense. Um, but the one that I think really gets me the most, that I can't stop rewatching, and I literally have it in the background way too often, Transformers, Dark of the Moon. <laughs> okay. That one in particular just does something for you. That that and also it's only on Hulu right now. Okay, it's the only one that's on a streaming platform I believe that's right fair. now. So that's fair. And I used to rewatch all the Transformers movies so often, <laughs> and I think that one is my favorite one okay. of all of them. Yeah. Do you or know it, like word for word, at, word at this point? It's scary. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> like, I know the exact timestamp that I want to start oh at to watch like the last 45 minutes yes. of the movie. Oh,
1: okay. See, when you go back in, you don't just watch it from beginning
0: to end. You just Mm-mm. skip to your favorite Mm-mm. parts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Interesting. Absolutely. It's enthralling. And I know it's an issue because Shia LaBeouf. E-uh. Yeah. But it's okay. It's a movie. Yeah. I also had to take Call Me By Your Name off my roster with the whole Army Hammer thing. Can we talk about
1: that? So what's going on with that?
0: Oh, yes. Oh, we already talked about it. I, I know now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about that. It's not like I don't want to talk about it, not because I'm an no, Army yeah, Hammer fan. It's I a don't lot. claim to be an Army Hammer fan like that. It's just very disturbing. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Mom, picked me up. I'm scared. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> okay. Um, we know I watch The
1: Fosters,
0: but it's not like I don't
1: for no reason. Have you like, started
0: Good Trouble?
1: No, I haven't finished The Fosters yet. I am slow. no. You no. Fuck The Fosters.
0: <laughs> fuck The Fosters. You have to watch Good Trouble. But you isn't have it, like, to the watch next Good Trouble. Part? I don't no, want to spoil anything. You, you're already far. You're far enough. You're far enough. <laughs> fuck The Fosters. Go to oh Good Trouble. God. I'm telling you. No. So, I'm te- the new season is coming out this month. I think it's like February twelfth or something like that. And I am eating fuck the fosters go to good trouble oh you God. won't regret it okay. you won't regret it the end of the fosters kind of drags out a little too much for me it gets too complicated
1: okay we'll see we'll see um but that's for every reason i fucking love that show and i it's don't care what anyone else says
0: even when noah Centenillo comes in as yes. jesus and they try to play yes. it off as if we wouldn't notice yes.
1: we talked about this it's a is he
0: even latino
1: uh i don't know or hispanic Well, his character is, but I don't know if Noah Santino is. He might be Italian. I don't know.
0: I mean, but still his character is. Like, that's not the same. I know. Okay.
1: (laughs) Anyways, um, speaking of this next thing that I was going to talk about, The Wedding Planner. Fucking love that movie. But it's not like I don't care. I just love it. The Wedding Planner was with uh, Jennifer Lopez. Yes. And, um, oh my God, I'm blanking. How do I not know? Matthew McConaughey. Duh. All <gasps> right, all right, all right. But all right. her character is supposed to be Italian, and she's Ooh. Latino. She's, um, it was like okay. 20 years ago, so, I mean, things have changed.
0: But I mean, didn't they try to do the same thing with Mariah Carey?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, however... It's just something I grew up watching that movie. It's just such a favorite of mine. I just love it. It's just so comforting. The end always makes me it always makes me cry. I don't know what it is. Just makes me cry. Really? You know when he whips out the M&Ms and he only eats the brown ones because
0: oh, chocolate's are already brown. See, I only cry <laughs> when it's like a tragedy. Like yeah. Titanic is the what movie that I'm like, yeah, I I think cry it's the
1: nostalgia. It just gets mm. to me, and it always just tears me up. Another movie I was watching, I would say like a month or so ago now, was Uptown Girls. Love that movie. <gasps> okay, let's
0: talk about it. That movie is
1: so good. <laughs> so underrated, and people classify it as like your stupid chick flick, but it's really not. I mean, it's rest so in peace, good. Brittany I Harvey. remember watching
0: it as a kid and being like, no, this is good.
1: I mean, Dakota Fanning really set the stage Incredible. for any fucking eight-year-old to to land a <laughs> role in any fucking movie. Like she fucking and she really paved the it.
0: way for her sister Elle Fanning, who's been in like every indie movie yeah. you can imagine in the past four or five years. But we
1: don't talk about that movie enough. Like this, the all the little nuances and just it was written so well. And I know. Now I want to rewatch it. Go rewatch it. It's free on YouTube with ads. Oh hell yeah. Go watch of it. So good. I was watching That's another one that makes me ball my eyes out. Cry and cry and cry when they're on that fucking tea those teacups. Mhm. Forget it. <sighs> um and Great British Baking Show. That's one that I just put on and that's wholesome. just to have something on. I half that's the time I don't one. even follow it. I just have it on in the background.
0: No, that's a really, really good one. Another movie... Oh, wait. Fuck. I just lost it. Uptown Girls. Uptown Girls. Uptown Girls. I forget. I forget now. Mm -hmm. One show that I've really been starting to love is... I think it's called Fixer Upper with Chip and Johanna. Yes. I am not really a fan of the two of them. Okay. But... I will put on their show in the background while I do anything.
1: (laughs) HGTV in general is just, like, any, like, home remodeling show, like, that's a great background noise show. Yeah.
0: You know what has really good shows, too? Hmm. The Weather Channel. Hot take. Okay. (laughs) My sister watches one show where the whole point of the show is if a 16-wheeler in, like, a really remote area, like... (laughs) Tips over in the middle of the road. The whole show is the tow guys trying to figure out how to clear the road and get like that kind the kind of sounds like entertaining. Yeah, and you don't see the crash. You don't see you know any damages in case people are injured and stuff. Yeah. You literally just see probably
1: staged, but yeah, the
0: car or the truck in the middle of the road in the process of them trying to get it out.
1: Interesting. I'll just
0: check that out. <laughs> so yeah. All right. That's it. (laughs) That's it for tittering thoughts. Any final words before we go? Um, thin Oreos are better than double stuffed. Fuck you.
1: I have to agree with that. Have you tried the Chromatica ones?
0: No, I have. I really want to try them.
1: (laughs) I feel like Oreos in general. Like I always miss out on the fun different flavors, and I never reach for them. I need to get them because I always like want to just try the random ones that they carry. Um. But I never do that. So I'll put that on my list.
0: Do something fun. Live on the wild side (laughs) a little bit.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So that concludes this episode of Intuit. We will see you guys next week. If you're not following us on TikTok, make sure to follow us on TikTok at Intuit underscore podcast. Um, And we have closed captioning on our TikToks now. Yes, 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 yes. So good. So we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.